0: No matter how hard you rationalize their behaviors, no matter how many times you forgive them, you'll always come back to the one conclusion, they're thoughtless. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. I want to start out with another paragraph that has kind of... Uh, somebody wrote a paragraph that kind of sums up a lot of things about a cluster B. And again, they're talking about a narcissist, but I tend to say, let's get rid of the labels. Let's look at these people for what they are. They're abusers in the true sense of the fact. And it can apply basically to people in the cluster B family. So again, this talks about narcissists, but this could also relate to somebody with borderline somebody who's psychotic, a psychopath, Uh, it it basically runs the gamut. So it says, narcissists bore easily. Now, I can take that statement and tell you that my wife of 20 years now did tell me back when we were dating, I get bored easily. Of course, was that a red flag? Not at the time, but now I realize that it was a huge red flag. She said, "I, I get bored easily. Okay, so narcissists bore easily. They tire quickly since they have black or white thinking. They also start to see your good qualities as annoying, disgusting, and pathetic. It's not you that's changed, it's just the way that their disordered mind works. I've said it before. This is the person who wrote it. I've said it before, and I will say it again. It does not matter if you have movie star looks degrees from Stanford and Yale, and give the best sex this side of a porn film, the narcissist will get bored of you. The next supply could look like Quasimodo, have an IQ of 70, and be the complete opposite or exact copy of you. They're new. And new supply for a narcissist beats old supply every time. So there's a lot of truth in that. And that comes to the theme of this podcast, Thoughtless. Dr. Grande, G-R-A-N-D-E, you can find him on YouTube, does a lot of videos on narcissists, borderlines, uh, cluster B. And he basically said that one of the qualities that somebody with BPD and or narcissism, that one of the qualities that they have, and it's not a quality, one of the traits, is that they're thoughtless. They're just thoughtless. It's thoughtlessness. And I can bear relevance to that with my recent 20th anniversary. I was physically ill. I felt physically ill the day that our 20th anniversary came around because I knew that my wife of 20 years now was going to be thoughtless. She wasn't going to do anything. I think I talked about in a previous podcast uh, that on the calendar for October, there was my or our daughter's birthday, other special occasions, and our anniversary was nowhere to be found. This is because the discard has happened. The discard happened years ago, years before my wife left the bedroom, the discard occurred. And for years, my wife has been thoughtless when it came to our wedding anniversary. So again, true to form, I didn't expect any different behavior since the discard has already happened. And I had a decision to make, and it was a gut-wrenching decision. Initially, I decided that I was going to lower myself to my wife's thoughtless level, that I was going to go against my own grain, and that I was not going to observe our anniversary in any shape or form. I was going to ignore it like she was going to. And then I decided, and you can listen to my podcast, To Thine Own Self Be True, I decided I wanted to be true to myself. What was I going to achieve ignoring this occasion because it was important to me? And whether it was important to me and not important to my wife didn't matter in how I was going to deal with it. So I decided ignoring it would not be the way to go. I just didn't want to do that. I was damned if I did and damned if I didn't. If I didn't observe our anniversary, my wife could basically take that and become a victim. She could basically turn it around and make it my fault. I didn't recognize our anniversary. makes no difference that she didn't, but I didn't recognize the anniversary. So therefore, I'm a bad person. She's a victim, a hapless victim. So the day of our anniversary arrived... And uh, it was on a weekday and sh- no mention of it in the morning, uh, no no recollection of it. So I'd already made preparations. I'd already decided I'm going to go out much like I did the year previous. I was going to go out and get a couple of dozen roses, um, yellow and red. And I had also uh, bought an emerald ring, which is significant of our 20th anniversary. Now, I will stop here to say that my decision to do this was not to martyr myself or not to paint myself as a victim, not to feel sorry for myself. This was not an exercise to even hurt my wife or embarrass her. And as I relate the story, you'll find out that that didn't happen. But I did it because I wanted to be true to myself. I wanted to mark 20 years Of maybe perhaps the biggest mistake in my life, but I wanted to mark the occasion because that's what I wanted to do. I didn't do it with the idea that I was going to try to hurt my wife, that I was going to try to embarrass embarrass my wife, that there, there was not a negative connotation with this. I wasn't trying to call my wife out. And again, as I continue to relate the story, you will hear that that did not occur but I wanted to mark the occasion. I wanted to be true to my own self. This is something I would have done with anybody, okay? So I wanted to give you that disclaimer that there wasn't a motive here. The motive was purely to recognize the occasion. 20 years to be married under any circumstance is quite an achievement. So I went and bought the flowers, had the ring, and I uh, left the yellow roses out for her and she came in, uh, I was working and I could hear her say, oh, oh, that's very nice. So she recognized the roses. Again, bear in mind, up to this point, there had been no mention of our anniversary whatsoever from my wife and neither from me. So when I was done working, I brought down the red roses and the ring box, the, the little thing which I had wrapped. And gave her choices for dinner. We could either go out, we could uh, stay in. She decided she wanted to stay in and uh, put the roses on the table. She was very appreciative. She opened uh, the box with the ring. She was very grateful. She was very grateful. She did not sandbag. And sandbag means she didn't make an excuse for her not doing anything. But throughout the entire process, not one mention from her about our anniversary it was as if it was just an occasion where I bought a ring it was just as if it was an occasion like maybe a birthday or I just a just because type of moment My wife has been in such a discard that it didn't she didn't even acknowledge that it was our anniversary now again I will step back and say and maybe other people would say well why would she it's not important to her why would you expect that and I didn't And I have to say that even though I was so anxious because I was walking on eggshells thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I give the ring? Should I not give the ring? How will she react? Because in previous times, I have purchased a ring or a piece of jewelry for her only to be essentially rejected. Her giving me back the piece of jewelry. One, and I can relate to one experience many years ago probably 16 years ago, where for Christmas, I bought her a very nice ring and she received it very warmly and said, oh my gosh, you know, nobody has ever been so nice to me. Um, you know, nobody has ever really recognized me like this. Uh, this is just so nice. I'm I'm so touched. Okay. Nobody has ever done that. The next day she threw the ring back at me literally and said, um, you can return this because I don't feel the sentiment. So that was my concern. I was thinking if I gave the ring, there might be an opportunity for her to either reject it, um, belittle it, give it back to me and say that she doesn't feel the sentiment. Uh, I don't know. But either way, there was a tremendous amount of anxiety and concern on my behalf. But I followed through and she was grateful for it. And she actually is still wearing the ring to this day. But who knows? She may discard it in a week or two when she becomes bored with the idea. So my point is you have to be true to yourself and, but you have to be prepared that in being true to yourself, you cannot have an expectation that the other person, the cluster B is going to receive it in the way that you want them to. So yes, you have control over yourself, but you do not have control over, over the other person and my message here is is that as thoughtless as my wife is and she is indeed thoughtless I am okay with that I have accepted it right or wrong I see the situation for what it is and the the ring was not a thought process in my mind that it was going to make things better that it was going to reconcile my wife, because remember, there is no reconciliation with a cluster B. There is no unforgiving. The discard has happened. It happened a long time ago with my wife and there's no going back. And I understand that and recognize that. And so I can operate being true to myself, being a giving, caring person but not be hurt with the result in the sense that she is not a giving or caring person, that she's unforgiving. She's unrelenting. She is, um, uh, you know, not going to compromise. There will not be a reconciliation. When you get to this stage, you can truly recognize where you are and where you stand and you will become a lot more confident in moving forward. And it is in my mind, it is part of my healing process. I don't want to make bad memories for myself, not just for her and my family. I want to set an example to my daughter, to our daughter, that people are good. I don't want this to be a battlefield in my household because it's a war that you will not win. And that's the point I try to make. And that's the point that I say to you, you can't go to war with a cluster B because you won't win, number one, because it's your reality against theirs and their reality will always win out. And you can't expect anything from people who are essentially thoughtless because emotionally they are retarded and emotionally they're extremely selfish. It's all about them. It's what you can do for them and how you can build them up and how you can be their supply. So I was in this case, in my anniversary, I was my wife's supply. She, for the first time ever, shared the pictures of the ring and roses with her family. And nobody in her family said, what did you do for your husband? They just accepted it as being very nice of me to recognize our wedding anniversary But nobody called my wife to question. Nobody asked her, what did she do for us? Because of course the answer would have been nothing. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Always welcome your perspective, your thoughts, your feelings. And I appreciate your making this podcast one of the fastest rising podcasts in the self-help and cluster B and borderline personality disorder I appreciate your support and your continued listenership. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. Till next time, this has been my Inner Torch.